Fred Film Radio from Festa del Cinema di Roma, Italy. Fred Radio, this is Sierra Nicoletti from Rome Film Fest. I'm glad to be with Kevin McDonald, who's here to present High and Low. John Galliano, welcome. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Nice to meet you. So, mm, I just say that I was sometimes, uh, I do it before starting an interview, uh, I go at maybe as a film critic, I have this tendency to look at read reviews. It was something that hit me because uh, I think it was one of the starting points. Uh, it's been said that, uh, is Galliano generally sorry for his behavior or does he just regret it? Uh, which is different, says David Rooney. So, and uh, is this the, the question? around uh, the film. I mean, is that something that you asked yourself, you were wondering, you tried to uh, explore? Yes, I mean, I think that this film is obviously about all sorts of things. It's not just about that. But um, ultimately, in the environment we live in, where everyone is obsessed with cancel culture, I was interested in the question of how does society forgive someone? How can we do that when we're no longer Catholics who can go to a confessional and say we're sorry and get forgiveness? Um, I think I was very interested in that review for, that, that was in, the, in it, which didn't seem to be able to separate the idea of a film and the person the film is about and judge the film on the basis of the person. And I think that's the very point. The point is the film is an open-ended, ambiguous film where you, the audience, have to do a bit of work and ask what you think. And one of the most things I've enjoyed most about showing this film at festivals is the amount of conversation and debate that occurs because of it. People have different ideas. People, some people really like him. Some people really don't like him. Some people think that he should be forgiven. Others don't. Some people have explanations in, based in their own life because they've had addiction in their lives. So it's, so it's been really, really fascinating. And I think to me, that is success in a film if you can have people have uh, want to go out to the cinema and talk about it and discuss it and debate it I was thinking that you, you said that uh, there's a lot of the first six hour interview that you did with him and uh, you said that he was looking at the camera very straight so I was wondering uh, do you think that he was ready to do that that's why he was so focused with you Um, I think we spent a, about a year or more talking about whether to do the film or not, and he wasn't certain, and it was during lockdown. And later on, I met him after lockdown was finished, and he was still not sure, and I was not sure. And then with the first interview we did was the six, six or eight hours with him uh, in the south of France when he was on vacation. And that I felt after that conversation, yes, he's charismatic, he's interesting, he's... Um, prepared to talk about difficult things in an honest way. And so I thought, yeah, this is, this is an interesting film. But I didn't know where the film's going to go. You never do. It's boring if you're making a film and you know exactly where it's going. This, no, that's, that's the point of documentary, in my view. And um, so the film develops its own life and takes on its own, its own thematics. Uh, for the film, at least showed me how, how tricky can the can be the fashion world i mean in the sense that it does its own rules so uh it makes you because we still maybe can't excuse galliano for his behavior but at the same time 
we can understand that even the little weak moment that you have in your life can be used as a weapon in that world. Is that correct? Is that a perception that you also had? <laughs> well, I think the fashion industry I knew nothing about before getting involved in this film. And uh, I realized that Galliano's career is... Uh, is is happening simultaneously with a massive change in fashion. So fashion in the 1970s, 80s was quite a small business, a series of small houses often owned by one person. Um, and they made a little bit of money, but they weren't huge industries. Now people like, people like um, Kering or LVMH have taken these fashion houses and made them into conglomerates. And they are, these are the biggest companies in Europe now. These are, and and uh, Arnaud, the head of LVMH, is the richest man in the world, often. So these have become huge, huge, huge businesses, some of the business, business, biggest businesses in the world. So Galliano goes from being someone who's making a few dresses, struggling to pay his rent, putting on punkish kind of happenings in London, to being in charge of this huge huge company and this huge industry with all these expectations on him so there's undoubtedly i think the pressure of that change i think you can see it also in alexander mcqueen you can see that's the the, the pressure of how fashion changed and, it, and the pressure that was put at that period in particular of a gigantic explosion in the industry the pressure on the individual creative soul but i think what you know what fascinates me most now when i look at the film is this question about how can you ever really know what's happening inside somebody else's head how can we ever really know why he said what he did and that's what i find reductive about a david rooney's approach which is it's a purely moral i don't like him and therefore he why are we making a film about him to me the the, the, the an interesting mind asks in this film why has he done this and what do i think about it and why do i think about those things about it so I think the, the, the thing about John is that he doesn't even know why he did it. And that is fascinating. So it becomes a psychological detective story for me. And if as an audience you're interested in going on that psychological detective story and, and figuring out for yourself what you think, then I think you'll have a really enjoyable time watching the film. While I was watching the film and John Galliano's, um, that made me think about another film I watched uh, during the, that I was talking about with Monica Bellucci yesterday. She did this documentary where she's playing Maria Callas. And we were talking about this very moment in Maria Callas' life where she was feeling uh, sick. She couldn't go through the first act of this very big, uh, big uh, opera at Rome. And the audience totally booed her and uh, really reacted badly. And sh that That episode kind of uh, affected her life. And Monica said that uh, she was a diva and the diva weren't allowed to fail. And But now the relationship that we have as an audience with an artist has changed. So we see people as human beings, even famous people. So in the case of John Galliano, how do you think that... Uh, Our relationship as an audience with a famous person, in this case an artist, not only a designer, has changed. And um, what do you think of the audience today? I mean, I think this is a really interesting comment that she's made because I think I think it's true. I think that I think that it's really uh, true that our relationship as public with a star, with an artist, 
is now so much about the authenticity of that person and the direct relationship through social media with that person. Of course, that in itself can be, we can be fooled into thinking that something's authentic when it's not. But I think what's interesting about John in relation to that is that his whole career, as I think I show in the film, is about escaping from reality, escaping from the ugliness of his childhood, the pain of his childhood, escaping from bad experiences in his life. So, and even now, you know, that's why I end the film with him running away. You know, he's still running away from things. He's running away from this incident. You know, he can't quite face up to the reality of this incident that happened. So I think that's something whereby if he were to, if he were to have uh, appeared on social media a few years before this incident happened and told people about his addiction, and if the company had allowed him to go for six months to do rehab, then things would have worked out differently. But I also think he, as himself admits, and as his partner, Alexei, says, you know, he, you tried to talk to him about his addiction and he didn't want to hear about it. He would deny it and deny it and deny it and deny it. So in a certain, at a certain point, people want to uh they, they, they can on, will only be as honest as they feel capable of being and a lot of people who are addicts are incapable of honesty so i'm not sure if it in even in the present day it would have been the result would have been much different probably lvmh would have fired him sooner they wouldn't have put up maybe with the him locking himself in hotel rooms or not turning up for things or whatever that sort of rock and roll behavior probably today a big corporation would not put up with that. And they have more th people, employers have to be more aware of mental health. Well, let's thank uh, David Rooney's review. Put aside <laughs> through your journey. What, what, why David Rooney's interview is, review is interesting is because it's exactly what some people in the audience think. But I think that I genuinely think it's, it's a representative of how some people see the film. Yeah. But I think that to me, argument and debate is what this film is about. So, uh, so that, That's a, that's, a, that's a good thing. And that's what I wanted to ask you, because I'm curious about other reactions to the film that you uh, didn't expect, that you didn't think that you had done with the film. You know, some, we all watch a different film, no? Yes, we always all watch a different <laughs> film. I think people see different things. And I think if you're coming from a fashion perspective, people see it in a certain way. If you're coming from an addiction perspective, people see it in a different way. I, th I think it's not that as any one particular uh, view has surprised me. It's the diversity of the views and the passion with which people hold those views that has been really interesting and is, you know, very much what we wanted from the film. And, and it's an open-ended film and uh, uh, that invites different opinions. So um, I think that we live sometimes in the moment in a world where... Um, people want everything wrapped in a bow and, and to be told what to think and to be told to think the right thing. This film does the opposite of that. And to me, that's why it's interesting. Thank you so much, Kevin McDonald, for, for this film. And uh, hope to see you soon for your next project. Thank you very much. And this is Chiara Coletti from Romfield Fest for Fred, the Festival Insider. Fred, 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 24-7 on Fred FM and smartphone app.